everybody, and welcome to Doc Hard. I'm Amy Cooey. I'm Rebecca Guerra. And we're about to have a fucking kick-ass show. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we are. an extremely short documentary that has a very uh, long impression. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Would you say? <laughs> I just I, I like the uh, the opposition of short and long that you just gave us. I really tried. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate it. I was it. really pushing uh, it. That's true. That's true, though. That's true. I mean, did we watch it twice? We watched it twice, right? I think we watched it three times. That's fair. I'm pretty sure. And then we watched a lot of other Jim Carrey God, things. Because once you watch a little bit, all of a sudden you just want to just eat him you want to just eat him for dinner so this documentary was a short it's about seven minutes long and it's called i need a color and it's starring jim carrey guess what you know you already loved him and if you don't i don't care but if you did already love him now there's yet another thing to love because not only is he someone that shaped me and molded me as someone that thought anything that he did was funny but now he is painting what can i have more Please. Could, yeah. Could he be more in I needed art? color. I needed more Jim Carrey. <laughs> you like that? Short, I long, see that short, in long, quotes, short, long. Like before the Sundance or whatever they do. I don't know. Oh, yeah. I went to film school, guys. I know things. Um, <laughs> so I need a color. Uh, yeah. Seriously love it. Agree with Amy. It couldn't be two of our more uh, passionate things that we care about. Um, yeah. Because if you didn't know, both of us are also artists. Yeah. So Selfless that, plug. Buy our follow art, us please. on Instagram. <laughs> yeah, no, just kidding. Whatever. I'll do your portrait. Five bucks. Just kidding. Um, no, she will though. Yeah, um, I am. I'm a, I'm okay, I'm trying to read my write, my writing, which I can't read because I'm probably a sociopath. But um, no, I one of my favorite things about it is, I like, sure, sure, sure. He's incredibly funny and talented in many ways, but I just like his honesty. Oh yeah. Um, and he seemed very forthcoming in the short time that he's talking about painting, which is a topic I had no idea he had any relation to. Right. Um, and then when they did the little flash at the end of all of his paintings, mm-hmm. and I had you rewind that a couple times because just writing things down, I missed it. And when I looked back up, it was completely worth it, and that made me want to watch it again. I want to see an entire book of that. Mm-hmm. I'd actually buy a that catalog table book. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So he, yeah, he's incredibly talented and again most importantly to me is that he's honest about it and I think that shows in his work um both on screen and off well it's like I was immediately frozen and I didn't even know how to write anything about it or like how to even take it in because it was combining two things that I just my whole body was like tight because it was just like this is an honest thing coming out of someone that you want and hope by looking up to them to be an honest person oh yeah and so seeing that this came from pain which most you know artists deal mm-hmm. with a good bit of that same with comedians or anybody that's slightly funny it, yeah. it came from ourselves. somewhere i was picked on mercilessly so the thing about it is is like just hearing him sound also like if you didn't know he was an actor 
you would think he was a painter. Like when he was just like, this teal is starting to become pedestrian to I me. wrote down I pedestrian, like, oh, but I was... get it, Jim. It's on the left side of my page, which indicates that I did not like that word. <laughs> uh, but I still love you, Jim. Still love you, Jim. No, but it is... Um, I Okay, I'm glad you took that as honest and from the heart, because that's where it matters the most. It doesn't matter. It's just a stupid word, but, you know, when artists talk about... Well, he uses a lot of bright colors, teals. so I could see him getting bored with one, because you always go to grab a certain color for for a good while bit. I was uh, there. I was going for a lot of neons and, like, a lot of bright colors, and then finally it just... You look at it, and you're like, oh, God, whatever. I, I need some yellow ochre. <laughs> if you're a painter you oh, understand right. that I'll give you that because you paint way more than I do so that I'll give you that I'll give you that and you can't mix yellow ochre okay <laughs> you have to have it you can't even spell it just like Jim Carrey you have to have it so <laughs> the like one other thing that I loved him saying even this might be on your left side but I did love that he said that the painting was telling him about himself a year before so it was yeah. like understanding something that you didn't know that you already went through which made me all of a sudden just it felt like a like a file of facts like an old 80s movie of just like <laughs> going back through the catalog of everything I've ever painted and what had happened in my life before then where I was always kind of trying to stay in this like present of like I've got to tell who I am right now right but yeah, not sure realizing that. that it was something that was working its way up from the soil Ooh. I'm sure you felt that way before your art show, right? Like, well, because you had to go around and tell people what the pieces were. Oh, and that's God, the kind that of thing nightmare. that I'm like, why do I have to talk about it? Oh, Just look at it. I, but that's, yeah. And essentially he people was, were so interested. Most, I didn't expect that. Yeah. They and, wanted to know everything. And oh, I was yeah. like, oh yeah, I guess so. They don't realize that I dunked that painting in a bucket for three months to get water lines on it for my Katrina Memorial picture. Right. But like Jim, you probably realized like after the factor, well, in a couple of years, you know, where even more where it came from than it already did. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Oh man. Well, I mean, I, I think that comes so from emotional maturity though, because I've been a painter for so long that I was actually doing things just to gain my skill and right. prove that I was good and show my mom and be like, doesn't this look like grandma? And my, and eventually her go like, oh my God, Amy, <laughs> Amy, that looks just like her. Oh my God. Instead of just Amy, go draw something. I'm tired. You know, it became more of like her understanding my ability. So where him, he just had something inside of him mm-hmm. that had to get out. Yeah. Even with like the sculpting, you know, you're just like, man, creatives, could touch anything and if it's coming from an honest place is going to have a, a, a truthful honest outcome it's just oh, it's fascinating I love that I I feel like I'm a little bit still in the in the stage of yeah mama does this look like grandma because I literally <laughs> drew a picture of my grandmother who passed when I was 16 it was a very like I mean it's an emotional experience for everyone but for me especially that death was a, a big marker in my life um, and it came like very shortly after my 16th birthday. Like there were all sorts of things that, you know, me, me, me. Um, but no, it was, it was a really, hey, uh, life, it was baby. a real turning point. And then, you know, what, almost 16 years later, I decided to give to my grandfather a Christmas gift of his, uh, portrait of his, the love of his life. So yes. like, we'll get to this a little later teaser, but Ooh. how is, how is reproduction? How does that fit into the art world? And like, yeah, right. I want to get to that. In a yeah. I'm um, totally going to screw up this quote. I told, even though I had it on post-its by my desk for a full year, but it was great artists borrow, good artists borrow, great artists steal, 
I, I believe that's it. that's it. And every day I would ask myself, like, am I borrowing this? Am I stealing this? Am I borrowing this? Am I stealing this? Because I literally did like that whole guitar series that was doing guitar that was in the style of another artist. So I'm like, what am I doing? I'm just copying them. But whatever, people like it and I sold some, so eat it. <laughs> yeah, money. <laughs> I like money. <laughs> but man, talking about paint, that guy ain't scared of paint at all. No. Watching him pour paint on that canvas, I could I watch that, that all day long. That reminds me of watching like Sesame Street when they went to the Crayola factory. Do you remember Ooh, that? girl. Just making those colors. <laughs> just that orange, just looking creamy. And then they name it. Oh, God, if I could name a color. He could have his own issued colors. Pedestrian teal. <laughs> <laughs> I'd buy that. I'd buy it. She'd um, buy it, but she'd put it on the left side of her canvas. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. I'll drink to that. Oh, man. But, like... Okay. No, no, no. But he... Yeah. His... his He treats... I wrote this on the right side, Amy. Oh. Get ready. Mm-hmm. And it's in a box. That's extra oh. meaning. That's a big um, meaning. I, a question to myself is, does he paint like he acts or performs? Because he just... He doesn't really have any inhibitions that you can tell. I'm sure he has a lot of... Um, Ronald... Ronald... Take two. Vulnerability? <laughs> that word's hard. Um, but, you know, it's like... It's stuff that you don't see. So is see. being vulnerable. <laughs> okay that's your lesson today Uh, folks mm -hmm. it's something that you don't really see i think uh in the doc or just in all of his work and actually before we got together i think i told you i watched liar liar because it's what a great film yes and all of the the outtakes (laughs) um so that yeah you actually should probably you should watch liar liar and then the docs that we talked about and then come back yeah um so his uh going back to like he he's really honest and um, just forthcoming. And he even says like six years ago, as he's painting, he had a heel broken heart and that's what drove him to paint. So I feel like his uh, work comes from like a really organic space. And I worry that mine is uh, not like I, I do more like reproductions or things I see in real life, but that's why I like documentaries. So it could just all tie together, but mm-hmm. I worry about that. Like, why don't I wake up and want to pour paint all over something and just see what happens? <laughs> I mean, when um, I was a kid, I remember flooring my mom, because the first understanding I had of someone knowing their greatness and who they were supposed to be, this, oh, I can't believe it. Whatever, I don't care. was like Paul McCartney. And I remember going up to my mom and being like, Mom, I mean, I wasn't that old, but I wasn't that little. Anyway, it doesn't matter. I was just like, Mom, how did Paul McCartney know he was Paul McCartney? Like, how did he know he was a Beatle? And she just, I'll never forget her face because she just looked at me like, and she gave me this face a lot, but that was the first time that I really got her because she didn't know how to answer me. And she was just like, I, I, uh, I, Amy, I don't, I don't know. And I just <laughs> feel so bad because like I was coming from this place of like, I just want to know who I'm supposed to be. And like, that's what I think intrigues me so much about this kind of like finding out somebody that you looked up to and admire because the fact that sure, for instance, speaking of my mother, she hates Jim Carrey. She thinks that what I don't even want to get into throwing Party. my mom under that bus, but she just can't stand him. She's like, he, she's like that lawyer in Liar Liar. She's like, over actor. <laughs> she just like, I could get up there and do that. And I'm like, well, then freaking do it, Hardy. Pull your britches up and put on a mask. Let's see what you got. But she just thinks he's too silly. <laughs> you know? Oh, but then it. I'm like, but you don't understand the first time that like I like wanted to be silly was this man stepping on bubble wrap accidentally in a tutu and rewinding it so much that the video didn't even play that part anymore. Oh, that's a good one. I mean, yeah, 
Uh, seriously, to love, this day, love someone can't take it so hard that you erase the, the time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but now seeing that he's a part of something that is something I actually held from people so long, mm-hmm. I didn't even call myself artist until very late, an artist until very late in life, and I also didn't want to tell people about it because it's not a party trick. It's not something where you like clink and drink exactly. and you walk up to me. <laughs> I can draw really well, like better than anything. Mm-hmm. Like you don't say that. That never I mean, comes up in conversation. I did trade on that a lot when I was like 12. Worked real well. Uh, well, people kept trying to talk to me and I wanted to be left alone. So I was like, excuse me and showed them my sketchbook. But then you didn't even know for many years uh, no. because we were friends that I, I drew we, things. We were friends for a long time before I knew that Becca could draw and then Oopsies. I felt like Jack Black in fucking School of Rock when I was like, no more secret songs. How dare you keep this from me? How dare you? Anytime I find out somebody can draw, I get pissed. <laughs> because I'm like, we could have a whole lot to talk about more so than what we already do. Yeah. But I, I definitely recommend uh, watching this, even if you aren't a painter and even if you aren't a fan of Jim Carrey. If you are a fan of vulnerability and if you are a mm-hmm. fan of trying to find an outlet of any kind just try it. You never know what is going to happen until you do something. And then if you're watching that shit on YouTube, all of his motivational speaking is going to come on after that. And you're going to feel like an incredible person. Yeah. One of my favorite things that he said is life doesn't happen to you. It happens for you. And that is up to you people. Ooh, okay. Amy, out. Yeah. I'll be so. hosting the rest of this by myself. Uh, <laughs> no, I um, I love that you wrote that one down. I wrote down a different one. And again, a little difficult to read my notes here. But um, he wrote, or he said, I love being alive. And the art is the evidence of that. And that made me so happy because um, we almost came around to that. Even if you don't know Jim Carrey and know all he's been through. Uh, I, well, I can tell you he's been through a lot. A lot. Um, just uh, his what, ex-girlfriend, girlfriend had committed suicide uh, fairly recently. I mean, the media is all over that because it's the media. Um, so just imagine going through a situation like that, not being left alone, being criticized for your parenting skills and everything else under the sun on top of being criticized for your art. So um, I just I have immense respect for him for uh, dealing with all of that with such grace. Keep doing you. You're doing Keep a great doing job, you, man. Jim. We're so proud of you. Oh, my God. Do you ever want to be on the show, Jim? Come on the show. Oh my God. Um, but yeah, and also just his uh, He needs his to do a, on... a movie playing Conway Twitty. Have you ever noticed how much they look like? No, it's George. Oh, sorry, <laughs> I, not George. <laughs> the other the, the other country singer, George. Oh, country out of my I'm sorry. Anyway, it doesn't matter. The point of the, I took you guys out of that. <laughs> Try if you've ever thought for one second that you could pick up a paintbrush, but you're holding yourself back. You're holding yourself back from a lot of other things. If you're like, oh, I draw like a child. I've seen kids draw amazing things, especially myself. So don't hold yourself back. Continue to try and find those creative outlets. And we're going to take a brief break because we've got more to go about some art. <laughs> art. Vulnerability. Okay. Okay. Um, so what plug do you want? That's like 20 minutes. Well, this one was a short one, so we've got a lot. Oh, totally I've got like... Probably 20 is the Elvis kept doing Bye Bye Birdie. I, right, but it's it's George. It's... It's, um, it's fine. It's the one... <laughs> it's it, He was married to... Um, he was married to the one woman that sang the divorce. Like the D-I-V-O-R-C-E. George Jones. George Jones. Okay. They look 
way too much light. Uh, song by so George Jones. You gotta so let real, real quick. Okay. Uh, yeah. Let's do just just a quick plug. Like thirty seconds of uh, you guys just being like, however you want to do it, mm-hmm. but just plug Universe Head Network and one of the ones that we are suggesting or suggesting is the Not Safe for Work podcast. Okay. NSFWP. Real quick question. I feel like off today. So the very we did a plug you're, already, the first you're intro. Not off. Vulnerability. I, you are sausage. Not off. I say sausage word. Hold up the sausage. Okay, okay, good, good, good. Um that don't, took me don't out. feel that ever. Like I was dancing around one time. You are a goddamn Drew. All right. You are. Um, when we started it, and I didn't hear the music, and I was like, "What are we doing?" And then we're like, "Oh, that was perfect." Was that a plug? (laughs) Because I just took, I just leaned back, and I was like, "Okay, back in my notes." And then I'm like, "Wait, are we doing like?" Yeah, I know. I assume music would be inserted. Yeah, I'm gonna insert it. All right. I will insert it. God, I just I missed that part. I'm always waiting for insertion. (laughs) And we're back. Um, okay. <laughs> cool. I just Also, are we still doing uh, when we come when we do the break and then come back? Are we still doing the throwback? Because I also forgot about that. <gasps> Shit. Which you did a perfect intro, so I wasn't oh, going to be no. like, oh, we but can first. make that a postscript. No, no, you can do it whenever. And you like, can edit it and before we're back, it, or we could just say, and we're back, and then. So what we were then. going to do was we were going to no. What we wanted was in the very beginning of the episode mm-hmm. to hit one or two things from the previous episode. Uh, we wanted we wanted to add a game that we played and absolutely so can you put that that before I would like just record that right now okay it'll it'll live on its own and you can can you're driving that train I'll 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 play along what intro do we need none just whenever you start oh he'll edit it okay just give it just give a silence a little bit before it so you can see it on the how long Remember that in Wayne's World? And then you talk. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do it again. I'll do it again. Don't do it at all. Stop. 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 Okay. Okay. Amy. Yeah. Real, real quick. Yeah. Real quick. Mm-hmm. I want to go back to last podcast yeah. because I like corrections. Oh, I believe corrections. it or not. Because facts. Facts. Yeah, facts. facts. Absolutely. Um, Being perfect. I, I have a correction that. because I kind of blamed the podcast i'm sorry i kind of blame the documentary married to the eiffel tower the filmmakers for not informing me of what the other woman's name was that was highlighted in the doc and guess what her name is what? amy how did we f- oh see, I, see? I saved it i googled I it and i like, saved it i put that out of my it was mind on purpose i think real easy to find her name is amy and the other woman now you're Naisho, gonna find out that that was actually me yeah. <laughs> uh, next week's. No, the other woman's name is like Show, and she has a couple different names, so I think that's why I messed that up. Mm. So I apologize, filmmakers of Marriage to the Eiffel Tower. I Absolutely. It was um, a good one. Thank okay, you. Okay, so while we're on the subject, can I play a game with you? Of course you can. Okay, it's called Mary Fuck Kill. Everyone knows how to play. Amy. Yes. Mary Fuck Kill, Inanimate Objects Edition. Okay. Golden Gate Bridge mm-hmm. is featured in the bridge. Uh, Jim Carrey's painting of... Uh, Jesus, we'll go with that one. It's got such kind and, uh, eyes. Yep. And um, and what is your? <laughs> Damn you! And I'm what? Sorry. I'm sorry. What? What is his name? Okay, Charlie is your Jeep, and and Grant. Grant. Oh, I can't. Grant. Jesus painting done by Mr. Jim Carrey himself, mm. or Golden Gate Bridge. Go. Well. Oh man. 
No pressure, no pressure, but it's you should of, answer really quickly. I'm going to I'm going to try. I'm just thinking about the things again. It's just again. better when you answer quick. Okay, fine. Okay, quickly. Yeah. I would fuck the painting, kill the bridge, marry Grant. <laughs> oh, that's Should have murdered that bridge. I would marry the toll bridge, folks, because it guess what? It's a toll bridge and it can be it's my worth that money. my sugar daddy. Jingle jangles. Yeah. And I would I would stop people from killing themselves. Okay. Great. Great. One for you then. Oh, marry fuck kill. Okay. The Betty Boop doll that your grandmother gave you. <gasps> for my other grandmother who's dead? That's for Grant. A church banister. <laughs> okay. Any church banister. Or the one that Amy... No. Mm-hmm. Any church banister. Okay. Great. And um, a reproduction of Sunday in the... Af- su- a- sun- <laughs> Get it? Sunday. <sighs> the Surratt. Oh, the, the um, damn Sunday. Cameron's I never pointillism say it right. stare down in Ferris Bueller. Yeah, Sunday in the okay. afternoon with Sunday in the. I'm, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not doing that right now. My stutter is going to come it, back. I got it. I got it. Um, okay, Mary fuck kill. I would marry. That's going to be for next Betty week. Betty Boop that doll. Right. Uh, because yeah, we'll be life partners. I'll take care of her forever. Um, I would save her in a fire. Her and only her. Um, and then uh, Mary. Okay, fuck. Fuck the Surratt painting, because mm. then I'll be one step closer to Cameron, and I really feel for Cameron in that movie, because it's actually about suicide, guys. You should watch that, too. Um, Ferris Bueller, I'll go, yeah. I'll go, I'll go, I'll go, I'll <laughs> go. He's going to keep calling me. That's me every time Amy's inviting me over, <laughs> debating if I want to fight traffic, and then I always go. She is so Cameron, and I'm so Ferris. <laughs> I'm going to get her into trouble. Oh, oh boy. Yep. And I um, want to fuck Sloan. Uh, and what was the last, I was going to kill. We did the same thing. Do you realize this? No. We both are marrying oh, I killed the church our thing, fuck childhood dolls. We are both fucking <laughs> paintings. <laughs> we are both killing the inanimate objects. Sorry, oh. ladies. Of so we are not OSs. Tower. No. In fact, we have proven ourselves Look, to not be. This is Rebecca Guerra for Dockhart, and I'm not an OS. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, everyone. Oh, yeah. We did it. We did it. Hey guys, we just want to let you know about the Universe Head Podcast Network. They are the ones that are supporting us and giving us microphones and and letting us accomplish our dreams Mm -hmm. through Mm -hmm. doing a documentary podcast. So check out universehead.com to see all of the other things that they have to offer. Yes, yes, please do that. Uh, They're amazing. We're really appreciative. Um, Another thing that you can find on there, another podcast they have to offer, is the NSFWP not safe for work podcast uh hosted by the one the only charlotte beaver and if you don't know her in real life i feel sorry for you but you should listen to our podcast because she is fucking amazing um you can find that on totally safe for all right everybody welcome back we are going to be jumping into art and crafts art and craft gosh darn it art and craft <laughs> This I documentary love the title is and you want to rename it. Well, because normally you think arts and crafts, arts That's and farts and crafts, you know, like this is what you think. Arts and crafts. <laughs> you fucking wet hot. I love that shit. Arts and farts and crafts. <laughs> anyway, so art and craft is so good mm-hmm. because you, like, again, you do not have to be, I hope, a painter in order to enjoy something that has to do with art, but this is delicious. Like, it's- yeah, it's. I think it's my favorite that we've watched so far, especially doing the podcast. Really, it's it's ranked real high. I'm real happy with the films that I'm seeing lately that are just. I could not be more honored. Oh, I don't know what just happened there. <laughs> I cannot be more honored to watch you 
watch this. Like yeah. I had seen it before and watching Becca watch this podcast or watch this documentary made me so happy because her her eyes would get so big and she would get so excited like it gave me like five more years i was like <laughs> gain more five like gain five more years of life i feel like my mouth was a gate for a lot of it and mm-hmm. i mean that in a good way so you know if you're a doc watcher you know what that means um yeah. no i i love the music i love the titles i'm big on titles guys. Yeah. uh and the I, the title itself um, but I meant like the opening, like the font and everything, right. the use and of it, the editing, the pacing, all around. Super great film, super great subject matter, mm. as always. But yeah, it's it's a. I really appreciate it when somebody like gets it right, like tells the story effectively mm-hmm. and gets like kind of all the points across and not just their own. Um, and also this guy, Mark Landis. Oh my god! But the the reason why fifth pockets and blue jeans were invented and sewn in <laughs> was to grab this man and put him inside. Oh. Because he's just a little pudding. Oh, little so pudding. like where you're like, oh, I like titles and I like music and stuff like this. Usually, sometimes I miss a documentary based off of the picture, but this one drew mm-hmm. me in right away because of the fact that the picture is of him and a self-portrait. Which I'm like, what is this about art? But yeah, that was good. I did know that there was a documentary out there about a forger, and this guy is, I mean, top if, if there was a master notch top fucking notch if there was a master class or level like you know your master artist uh he would be a master forger i feel like he'd be beyond that yeah the fact that this guy create recreates masterworks masterpieces master painters all types it's uh, all 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 genres yeah and uh every i mean what did he transferred something to like a, a piece of wood what did we watch? I, I, everything that we watched him do was so quick, so rapid fire, so skillful. And right on top of his bed. <laughs> God love him. Amy, Amy loves his workspace, by the way, because he's she... watching old movies. He's got a signed Batgirl picture from Yvonne Craig behind him, and he is just painting on the bed. God love him. He's going to crawl in it a little bit later, oh. but he don't give no Fs, y'all. No. <laughs> One of the things that he said is like, which we all know, is nothing is nothing's original under the sun, which I really love because, you know, anything you think has been thought about before. Everything you know Boom. was taught to you, and that's that. So if you think, oh, I have this original idea, like me in college when I thought that I invented a triptych. <laughs> I did not. And the dean of my college waited for me to finish my pitch until he told me that that was invented in Greek time. And I was like, oh, I, okay. Anyway, I, anyway, scrap the idea. Scrap the idea. Oh, I just need to say, because people can't see it, but my mouth is agape right now, guys. <laughs> um, we're going to talk more about that later. Speaking of her mouth being agape, my fa- one of my favorite first quotes was so quick. So... He he says he like he's like I'm not gonna I mean he, he kind of sounds like this and he says I'm not gonna have any until I get there That's and Becca good. goes thanks I was really channeling him he's a precious little angel and she goes did he just pour wine into a Philips milk magnesia <laughs> bottle <laughs> he did guys and I he died. literally did and he had that bottle with him everywhere. And, and he I took just, a little I nip. I just wanted to be the boom mic operator in that room that was like, do you sneak? <laughs> oh, I live and breathe for that shit. Mark Landis. Uh. And then once she got a good look at him, she goes, how long until John Malkovich plays this guy? <laughs> 
being Mark Landis coming to theaters. Oh 2018. God, love him. And like the fun part wait, wait, about wait. The, I have to, oh, I have God. to interject here because then you got me even better than that. Which <laughs> later you're like, will you see Jim John Malkovich? I see Justin Timberlake. <laughs> And she is a hundred thousand percent correct because just look, Justin's coming up, you know, Seriously. he's coming up in the world in yeah. a couple of years because it's going to take a while to get off the ground. He's going to take that spotless, <laughs> fuck, endless spotless mine journey, just like Jim. Eternal sunshine of the spotless Etern- mind. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the one. Oh. He's going to take that serious journey, just like anybody that finds themselves going through comedy. Eventually, good comedians always figure out a time to take down the barrier and be serious like my fave adam sandler when he started moving into things like punch drunk love Mm -hmm. people like oh he's not doing that voice anymore fuck you (laughs) that's all i have to say about that (laughs) so (laughs) one thing i also loved is like the close-ups on watching him work i could watch anybody do art all day long and seeing like people's fingernails and their hands it's like it, it reminds me of like the way Forrest Gump was like looking at people's shoes. Like you can tell a lot about people by their shoes. You can tell so much about people by their hands and how unkempt or how well kept they are. And his little fingers. Oh my God. The little nubbies. It's the same way that you love watching him do that. I feel like I don't generally love that. Like uh, you were saying earlier, the, you know, the fact that you feel and you've experienced that most people do have talent that they don't believe in for a hundred percent. Uh, yeah I'm, I'm 100% behind people pursuing things and jumping in the water even when they're scared like that's something I struggle with and you should do it folks because this is evidence of that because I am real nervous right now talking to a microphone <laughs> but it all works out in the end oh. no 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 uh, but I do believe that people should jump into things and I appreciate Jim for doing that you above all for doing that but also Mark Landis because what he's mm. doing I mean arguably is an art form Absolutely. Like I, I love watching him work. This guy I don't should love be a fucking professor at anyone. Yale. Oh, this yeah. guy should be teaching painters how to master a skill in order to find your own. Exactly. Exactly. It's all it's reproduction, but it, it is his. I mean, his skill level is apparent when you watch the doc because right. you see him. Like I, I, I don't mind you know watching somebody like go through the process of learning step by step how to create something i think you have a special patience for that and are like a great teacher as a result i feel like mark landis is a gape mouth hashtag um i feel like mark landis is one of those just naturally talented individuals that it gets overshadowed by the fact that he even said himself that he's on the asperger scale like he what did he say he was in the hospital uh, mind, uh, the, the miniature foundation the miniature yeah. foundation and when located he was very in mississippi young, yeah, you recognize the place. And and when he was very young and he said that uh, his his take on it, which I kind of agree with, is that people who go into hospitals, that's just that becomes their life. Right. So he left. Yeah. And it's, a, you know, it's a detriment to our society that we can't take care of anybody in those situations other than to hospitalize them and basically put them in an institution for the rest of their lives. So instead, he's ostracized. And this is how he gets by from day to day. Right. I love so watching when that. He goes yeah. and checks into Pine Belt Mental Health, which is located in Laurel, Mississippi. They are like, so how are you doing? And he's like, I'm fine. God love his little ass. Like, I, I just can't with his ill-fitting button-up <laughs> collared shirt. Oh. and his Wait, a Mex- Mexican? He likes wearing those Mexican wedding shirts, Thank you. but they're way too big for his little Look, shoulders. I'm half Mexican, and it's never too late to learn about your heritage. Thank she you, didn't baby. know, y'all. If you don't know about Mexican wedding shirts, I see get them some shirts. knowledge. I didn't know what it was. She didn't know what they were called. So... 
the I'm I always mess up this stuff, but like so like the protagonist, sure, is the <laughs> this guy Matthew Leininger, who basically oh. something that has never been said ever, and I quote is he messed with the wrong registrar. <laughs> what the. <laughs> So this guy is duped. Oh, he I is hate him. duped by Mark Landis. And my friends, if you think, oh, I know art, or I am an art historian, or I am an art conservator, or what other other amazing job you might have, there is probably no way you'd be able to tell the difference between some of these paintings. Seriously, they're incredible. And I mean, he he duped forty six museums in twenty states with I over a hundred pieces of him. artwork. It, it is unbelievable. And just watching him basically just plug Walmart and be like, all you got to do is buy a nice frame and, and it looks like a million dollars. You're just like... I will never tire oh, of that voice. Do it forever. Oh my God. <laughs> just just going to rub some of this paint here down at the bottom and everybody, nobody will know. Okay, I didn't know, and now you're selling this painting. And but that's the thing; he doesn't even sell the painting. Sometimes oh, yeah. he just calls, literally cold calls a museum, and says that his made-up sister Emily left him pieces of work in her estate, and he wants them to have the right home. Like, dude, if first of all, I look. <laughs> it's all about that hustle y'all like I get it <laughs> like you know I do comedy and I'm a painter my parents are real proud but it's all about that fucking hustle okay and he's not even hustling no he is just doing something that he enjoys passing his time mourning his sweet beautiful mother's death after Hurricane Katrina being completely what I can't even think about it like uh, misplaced yeah displaces and is life. displaced thank you and just just doing something that passes his time almost like somebody's like I'm gonna get a bunch of cats or I'm gonna start knitting this guy's like I'm just gonna repaint the Mona Lisa he didn't he didn't do that but I'm just saying for those of you out there that don't know the titles of art that just gives you an idea of what this man is capable of and not just that any many styles many subjects just absolutely incredible drawings paintings what have you just a a piece of artwork that he will almost like an animator flip the pages and and just draw one line at a time one line at a time one line at a time it's, he, yeah it, he literally did that he flipped I, I can't I, we were talking talent. about that like i mean to trace something if that were an art form in itself sure 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 but it's really it just is. we got to give props to our comic book brothers and sisters right oh no i just mean like that's it's usually a means to an end mm-hmm. like i but i'm saying he he wasn't even doing that. So if you're like, oh, well, he just traced or just copied. It's not just anything. He was literally flipping up one blank page above the actual copy of the artwork and doing it so fast that I couldn't even get right. I was like, what is that? Oh, I see it now. Okay. Even and down he to was, the signature. And he was yeah. getting the perfect E Every time he flipped, he drew something. And that's how good he's gotten at it. And you could say, well, that's, you know, he's just a practice forger. But it's not, ju- again, it's not just anything. Or he's as his skilled. father would say. Is a bright little boy inclined to be mischievous? <laughs> That's Mr. right. Landis. Says, that was a quote. Mr. Landis <laughs> said that. Um, no, and I'd like to, so to throw it back to what Jim Carrey uh, had said during like his doc. Um, you know, it's it's a free it's a freedom from worry. That's what he you mm-hmm. know what he uses art towards, and what a lot of people use different art forms towards. And I feel like 
that's the same thing that Mark's doing. Like, mm. what is what is the real difference? He struggled. Right. Say, you know, Jim struggled. We all struggle. But this is what helps him have a, a release. And okay, so maybe your argument is like it's well, a it's very middle. healthy way to pass the time. It is. He could well, be doing something that could I, again, harm himself or harm someone else. True. It's it's the healthiest option I think for him in our current society and state of things with the healthcare system. But I mm. am I'm I'm pro Mark Landis all the way. I actually mm-hmm. wrote on the back of this page, real big. Can you see that team? Landis. <laughs> team let's Landis, make shirts. Period. Oh my god, um, let's make shirts. Nobody will get it. They'll think we're talking about. I love about, stuff that nobody gets. They're gonna think we're talking okay. about that guy with the wonderful hair from Little House on the Prairie. Mm, I only read the books. Oh. Um, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay. well, but no, one th- one thing I wanted to say though is um, he's he his sister because you brought up the fact that he just throws his like fake sister's name in there. Emily. But he said he was in the habit of saying he had a sister so he could throw awkward questions and problems in the fake sister and mother's lap like he would make up stuff about yeah. his mother like, i mean help him I know. stop <laughs> criticizing him matthew the registrar that nobody he messed with the wrong okay. registrar i'm gonna go off on him now you ready Ooh. this motherfucker so the first thing I wrote, I wrote a list numbered list give it to me i'm real serious about it one man rings um, I like band rings, by the way. I like rings on all people, not just men. But hmm. it, like when he was flashing them in front of the Even camera, pinky I was like, rings? anyway, yeah, I don't mind it. God, I had a real problem with pinky <laughs> rings growing up until I found out my dad had some. And I was like, no. <laughs> Opposite situation. My dad has like a pinky lion ring. And I was like, no. That pulls but, out the good fellow side of you. Probably. Yeah, exactly. That's where I got it from. Ray is probably rocking a pinky ring. Uh, fucking Leo what are you gonna rocks do? a Sell pinky a ring in Gatsby. All right. I love Leo, everyone. Yeah. Okay, number two, dossier. I wrote that on the left side, just like I did pedestrian for I Needed a Color documentary. <laughs> dossier. When he pulled out his dossier, by the way, everyone saw this. It was just a pile of shit. It was just like, <laughs> here's all these clippings and things, and here's a headshot of the man. Like, what? Get but look, Becca is really educated, and she knows a lot of vocabulary, unlike some of us that make up words like groundation and smoosh. So could you please tell I people? Like smoosh. Or, or like squanch. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Could you tell people what that means? Because you what had a to tell me. What dossier actually yeah. is? To me, it's like you, uh, what did you say earlier? Like the Rolodex. It's like from that era. Nobody has a dossier anymore. That's not a, oh, some people have dossiers. Retraction. <laughs> but, it's like a file. That was a great idea. I was like, that's fine. A dossier is like a file. Of Okay, a dossier to answer your question. It's yeah, it's it's just a fancy word for a file. And I'm all about fancy words and synonyms, but he particularly uses it with his man ring fingers and his stupid ass bangs. And um, his I'm skipping bangs. ahead. Number four is nice bangs. Oh my I'm god, not yes, I have that too. Um but I was saying, so to repeat, man rings, dossier. Number three is he messed with the wrong registrar. We covered that already. Mm-hmm. Four, nice bangs, quote Amy Cooey. Mm. Um, <laughs> I, let me try to get the voice right. Nice bangs. <laughs> and, <laughs> and number five. Good, that is good. ADHD or OCD. Because hmm. remember, he flippantly, I think, referred to Mark Landis as like he has one he of didn't those understand. things. Yeah, you don't even know the difference between those then two don't bring things. It up. You don't know what a dossier is. Mm-mm. Like, stop talking. I don't want to hear from you right. or your stupid ass kid. Sorry. 
that not actually is kids. on my list because but, I was like, all right, stay at home, dad. You made your daughter obsessed with this guy. Yeah. He's pointing at the computer and he goes, who's that, honey? Mark Landis. I'm like, seriously, that's yeah. fucking unhealthy. That you want to talk shit about Mark Landis? At least Mark Landis isn't trying to have his four-year-old know who he is by looking at him. Yeah. Ugh, God. We, also, clearly, we hate this guy. I should stop really quick because I feel like I do this in real life. Remember how I have this problem where I call Mark Mike? So I do. Apologies Shout if I've out done to Carpenter. that throughout this. Carp, I do know your name, man. She Buddy, does. She I hope does. you're listening. You're great. Um, <laughs> I just want to throw that in there because when you said his name again, I think I misspelled it. But that's fine. Um, Matthew is the one who sucks everyone, for sure. Right. So a lot of these characters, because it takes place in the South, I'm used to Southern... In, in, in tricky, what is it? Extrinsic... Extr- eccentricities thanks you're welcome oh, god if she wasn't here y'all this would be a bad bad podcast so there's this lady that's at the like the laurel museum and she's just like throwing him like oh, well we can't believe that we got just so mad and it's like could i just stop you all and you know that whole when there's one finger pointing out, there's three pointing back at yourself. You thought that it was real and you took it. Yeah. So Instantly. even the guys at fucking Pawn Star Shop or whatever the fuck bring the guy out of the back that knows the Jimi <laughs> Hendrix signature. I love that show. Like, what the fuck? If you don't know if that's three sisters or whatever the hell painting it is, yeah. bring in an expert before you decide to hang it on your wall, you that's fucking idiot. That's why Matthew lost his job, right? Yeah. Because yeah. he didn't he check anything. He messed with the wrong and it's registrar. Hold on, I got to get on employment. <laughs> you yeah, fucking Daddy. dick. Um, I'm here to help you get a check, Dad. <laughs> Can we eat today? I'm sorry. Whatever the daughter's name is, when you're old enough to hear this, come find us and we'll help you because I'm sure you your therapy bills are going to be extreme. Right. Um, no, the, but that's why he got fired. And it's 2017, or I'm sorry, this this might have been made, I think, 2015. But yeah. regardless, in the last 15, 20, 25 years, you can look it up on the internet. There's a thing called Google, and even I know that. <laughs> I mean, my God, here's another, here's another nice little Mark quote. It. Are you ready? Yeah. Those of us that have nothing to hide have nothing to fear. You know what I mean? I do know what he means. Bless him. Seriously, I just can't. I mean, when you watch somebody that realizes what they have and they accept it, it is so humbling to me to just go, okay, this is is what I can do. It could be something so small, like – uh, where I work, there is a mailman, and his name is James. And if he ever hears this, he is the kindest, sweetest, most ray of light human being I have ever met. And he has was, I believe, on a show about being the best mailman in the United States. Like, that's what I'm talking about. Find whatever it is and be it, do it, and, and, and enjoy every second of it. And yeah. so the thing about it is, is that he basically is just giving this, he's not giving this up to his talent. He's giving this up to knowing how to use the materials. Are you serious? <laughs> like, Mark, <laughs> you have, bless your sweet spectrum heart, you are so above and beyond talent. Yeah. And he'll never Not know many it. people, even though I truly believe that anyone can be an artist, you just have to try. You just have to take that first step. It is not knowing your materials. I've been painting for 20 years, and I don't know if I could do what you're doing. I mean, like, what are you, what, oh my God. So we're always jealous of what we can't do, 
And I think that that's where all of these people come from because of the fact that they're usually people that work in art or music or comedy. If they're not the ones creating it, they're the ones nurturing it. Mm -hmm. So if you're going to work as a handler or if you're going to work as a seller or if you're going to work as a curator or whatever job you have, you have a love of the arts and you have kind of this connection of almost wishing that you had the ability to create something along those lines. You, you have this need to show people how beautiful it is and to stop it in its tracks and put it on a wall and make sure a bunch of people take fucking selfies with it when people are standing in the corner I crying because they saw the Van Gogh bedrooms in the same room at the same time. I'm not even going to go there. But Ooh, what a special, special, special human being. And unfortunately, there are some people like Matthew. I'm just going to keep harping on him. And the other woman you mentioned, too, there's a lot of people, like all of his critics, like everyone's a critic, but they just took the job because it was a job and then they lost the job because they didn't do the job. Right. And that has nothing to do with the art form that he's creating and putting into the world. And he will never know how important it is. I hope somehow he hears this he and might. what you just said he, about I him. I think he does. Because, well, th- in, in himself, he may. But because he's mischievous, you remember, as his father told him. So he knows in a way what in a way he knows what he's doing. And it's because he not just what he's doing, but his that his skill level is there Mm -hmm. because all he's hearing and even this documentary, the only reason it exists is because it's controversial that he is, quote unquote, getting away with it. But you have to ask yourself, there's people who restore frescoes. Like Sigourney Weaver in <laughs> Ghostbusters 2, which is my favorite Ghostbusters Legal. movie. Oh, man. Just love it. Love it. I love that that's her side job because she couldn't play the cello anymore because she had Oscar the baby. And fucking... Who the like, twins grew up to run a karate studio. Yes, I think one of them passed. I know. God rest. Oh, God, God rest. rest. Um, but no, that that's right where like that's where Mark Landis fits in in mm-hmm. my world. But there are a lot of ugly people in the world that choose to see it otherwise because I think they're jealous. Sure. Frankly, I don't. Well, I don't think. Look, this might be a good time to bring this up. Amy and I differ slightly on this oh, opinion. Of everyone can create art. I don't know that they can. Some people were born for science. I know. I truly, truly call, believe that anybody can create anything. It's where you let yourself go. If you think that something has to look like a realistic interpretation of something then that's the that's the the line that you are creating for yourself but for instance if you let yourself go abstract if you let yourself go through ceramics if you let yourself go through song if you let yourself go through me you can find Mm. the artistic form I mean, I'm self-taught, so I'm just fucking well, you're stubborn. Self-taught, and that's so a f- if I felt the same way about my stomach, I'd have a fucking six-pack, but instead I could draw you like the fucking day is long. So that's the difference. You just have to be stubborn in what it is that you are doing. And he has a little bit of stubbornness because the fact that he will do two, three, four, five. Well, Mark's not who I'm talking about. Mark is stubborn and oh. persistent and and I think will prevail in the end. Like he's he's already lived this long life and done all of this. Like four, 46 Museums Art Institute in Chicago. Honey, Google that shit. Look Seriously. up. I could Google like where a painting is in the world. You could find out if one that just landed on your door as a donation is the actual original. Are you kidding? You're right. like you're fired. Don't even. But but no. But no. I think that he we are in the he heat. is he is <laughs> devil's cut. He is uh like Plug. super snarky and and just like it just a wonderful like honest cutting to the real quick of it person. 
because of the Asperger's or whatever it is that he probably doesn't even have fully diagnosed again, worst healthcare ever, mm-hmm. but he, mm-hmm. he, he is getting there on his own and persisting. And I respect that. I'm not talking about the Mark Landis's of the world. I'm talking about the people that like, yeah, you're right. Like people hide in themselves and don't like go for it and don't think they can create anything that doesn't necessarily mean that they have artistic talent. I would even argue that Mark is more on the scientific end of the spectrum in his talent, and that's still talent, and that can still okay. be a form of art. So artistic, It's not all though. black and white and right. this side or that side. But check it and, out. So and the artistic side with the scientific side, in the middle is discipline. So if you think, okay, I'm no artist. I can't do this. I, I'm no Mark Landis. You might just be if you sat down and did it every single day. Disagree. Until you got better. You know, we're going to have to agree to disagree <laughs> on this, I promise. Because we're just, because, that's just the way we feel. Because it's different though. You can you can try to be a Mark Landis or you can try to be a Picasso. Or you can try to be whatever or be quote unquote yourself. It doesn't matter. It's just, there are some things that I think are naturally in people more than others. Oh, absolutely. I'm yeah. completely naturally talented and was born with it. But I also <laughs> work on it every single day. Hit it, girl. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I had some talent. Oh, you do have to work on it. And you do that have is to work the, on it. That, that is the decision I made because it was easier for me than to crack a book and learn more about science, even though when I was in fourth grade, I froze a goldfish and brought it back to life. The point of the matter is you have <gasps> to stick to what you think your passion is and what you can do cryogenics look it up <laughs> yeah absolutely agree on that point you have to stick to what your passion is i would say though you lean more towards um jim carrey's philosophy which is people who are different have a shot and a motivation to be original i wrote that he said that and then i love that it it bled into the next one um art and craft where i think mark landis said nothing is original um well mm. you you said that too so i think it's i even though you agreed with that statement when you mm-hmm. said it i am more leaning towards the ideology that nothing's original because it's just the odds are absolutely if, like i thought i made up a really good drinking game and then as we got into it i'm like this isn't that good but it you know we played that a couple absolutely. weeks ago but it like it's something it turned into something that everyone's already played so right. like everything you think of that you're like patting yourself on the back is probably already someone else's bullshit and whereas jim carrey feels like I mean, but there's only one Jim Carrey. Right. So I don't know. Maybe it's a little of both. Right. Well, Think it's just like theory. how we uh, discovered in when we were on the Not Safe for Work podcast, where we basically pointed out uh, that we've been taking pictures of our food since the beginning of time. <laughs> People have been painting their fish and their ducks and their yeah. food or like walking into the like royalty or religious section of the Art Institute and going, oh, my God, this is Jesus fan fiction. We don't know what he looked like. <laughs> we have uh, no idea. We just assume he was absolutely ripped and gorgeous. Maybe yeah. he wasn't. I'm not desecrating your belief in <laughs> Jesus or God or taking pictures of food. I'm just saying art is an incredible, incredible thing that should be embraced in everyone's life. One thing, Regardless that, of its quote originality. Sure. And, and one thing that like sticks out to me with all of this is that I remembered... Uh, uh, a thing that my uncle, even though supporting me, he tried to say that we don't really have the space and time and availability in this time to honor our bohemian people, our our painters, our creators, our sculptors. We don't have this 
beautiful, utopian, epic place to send people of talent. Because believe me, if there was, I would be on the first train there. And I would live there and I would eat figs all day and not complain about a thing if all I could do was concentrate on creating art. With that, I just don't understand how we could see someone with such amazing, amazing talent. But yet, we're going to auction off a fucking Cezanne, whose side note was a piece of shit, for the most amount of money ever. But we can't see this man who can do anything and give him the milk and honey that we promised the people on the other side. I just can't. Ooh, girl. I just get really mad. He's, no, I, I... I just can't. Especially... I oh, I just... I, it's it. it's after he dies in 100 years, they might appreciate him and revel in him and all that stuff. Oh. And revere They're him. They're going to praise the fuck out yeah. of him. And that's the kind of shit that, you know, it's... But, you know, he did mess with the wrong registrar. Anyway, (laughs) even if you guys did not see this documentary and you decided to listen to us talk about it, I really recommend that you do because if there's even a part of you that has a love of the arts or wishes that at one point when you retire wearing a hat and you're growing tomatoes and you want to sit and paint in your backyard while you're wearing overalls, Mm -hmm. There is that time. You can always have that time. And art is always waiting for you. I don't know if art's always waiting for you. Maybe science is. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I had to go there. No, I, no I, but honestly, yeah. Respect people. Respect individuals. Um, this man is different. And if nothing else, that's, that's a special thing. So I yeah, encourage you to watch the doc. Um, paint if you can. Or Amy will teach you. <laughs> You fucking damn straight. And and learn true stories always and come talk to us about it. That's been Rebecca Guerra. That's Amy Cooey. And this has been Doc Hard. Doc Hard.